This is The Internship Show, where we interview heads of internship programs from the top companies in the world to learn more about what it means to be an intern for them and how to get hired. I'm Parker Pell, and on today's episode, we speak with Whitney Hancock, an Asia alum from Twilio. Whitney is a program manager slash talent partner on the early and career team at Twilio. She's been at Twilio for nearly five years, where she started as a recruiter to the industry research and development teams, while Asia is Twilio's global intern program manager. She's been at Twilio for approaching four years now, first starting out as a talent researcher and later supporting diversity and inclusion events. She's passionate about building relationships and appreciates how that's been able to play a part in building opportunities for talent of all backgrounds to grow at Twilio. Whitney and Asia, thanks for taking the time today. Yeah, no problem, Parker. Likewise, looking forward to it. So for all of our student listeners, Asia, could you give your background in talent in the kind of early talent space? Yeah, definitely. Um, so I would have never imagined in university that I would have landed in talent acquisition. I studied international affairs, so I thought I was going to be a diplomat of sorts. Um, uh, definitely a different pivot. Um, but interestingly enough, of course, going to school in the Bay Area, naturally very connected into the tech industry. Um, I had spent um, my entire sort of uh, university studies um, also as a full-time employee. Um, So I didn't have the opportunity to intern in college. I waited tables um, and got exposed to a handful of different um, startup uh, founders, as well as um, those that were just within the industry um, and got to know them over the course of my four years, um, you know, working in the restaurant industry and had gotten connected with um, a regular at my restaurant who connected me with a a company that was founded by his friend and started um, after I graduated college, actually, as an intern to Um, be in the recruiting space as an intern, a non-paid intern. Um, But I really just loved it. Um, It was fast paced, obviously. Um, In the startup field, you wear many, many hats, even as an intern. Um, So that kind of really sparked my interest in the recruiting field and sort of just pursued it further. Had spent a couple of years um, at various, uh, you know, other startups before landing at Twilio, where I've been for the last almost four years, um, like Whitney and she'll share in a little bit, uh, I started off in industry recruiting, but within the last year, year and a half, had transitioned to focus on kind of early in career hiring. Uh, and at Twilio, that's um, obviously our university and more traditional talent, uh, but also have different programs related to non-traditional talent, those that are coming from, you know, boot camps, things of that sort. Um, but that's kind of a, a quick flyover of, of my time and transition into the talent space. Yeah. And for me, I guess kind of similar to Asia, I also did not do an internship. So um, I spent time working and in, in college or while I was in college, I was working in restaurants and retail and um, really didn't know what I wanted to do or what I wanted to be when I grew up. So I struggled um, a little bit with that. And I think you know, that's why I, I really love working within our EAC team, early and career team, um, because I empathize with our college students and anxiety of figuring out what you want to do after college and making sure you position yourself in the right place to ensure your own, you know, personal success. Um, you know, I, I actually, I went to college for with a criminal justice degree, thought I was going to be a private investigator, um, but wow, times have changed. And so, I, I spent some time as a paralegal and realized that's not the field of work I wanted to be in. And had some connections into recruiting and worked for a headhunting firm out of Dallas and then um, kind of just worked my way through. I knew I, from there, I, I fell in love with recruiting and just helping find uh, jobs for people. And um, yeah, I went through 
uh, headhunting firms. I, I did some time at Google and then found my way to Tulia where I've been here for uh, going on five years in August. And so started in industry and then moved over to our early and career team uh, last year. And I really love it. I love our team and the impact that we make. And Asia, from your experience in talent, what does the ideal resume look like for you? Or what advice would you give to a student trying to make the resume as best as possible before they're sending it to a company? Uh, a couple of things that I wanted to share. Um, while we spend a lot of time obviously identifying those um, standout resumes, it really starts with um, with you. So my encouragement is from the day you step on campus, even that before, whether that be in high school, um, really spend time identifying what you're curious about. What are you super curious about? What are you passionate about? And while you might not have all those answers, spend your time diligently um, exploring those. So whether it be in extracurricular activities, different clubs, volunteer opportunities. One of the things that I really look for, uh, because I didn't have those very formalized or structured intern opportunities, I did spend a lot of time volunteering. I did spend a lot of time working. So anything that you can do to fill up your time, exposing yourself to different environments, different groups of people. Um, that's what I'm really looking for in a resume. Um, so I always sort of encourage that from a holistic perspective, showcase uh, your resume in best to kind of reflect your curiosity or uh, your excitedness to explore in different organization or groups. But I guess uh, more practically, um, my suggestion is, you know, keep things simple. Um, down to the resume itself. Don't sort of try to overdo with, uh, you know, fancy fonts and fancy colors. Really straightforward. Uh, you know, I want to be able to, as you know, we read these very, very quickly. Keep things simple, straightforward. Um, you know, uh, my best advice is spend quite a bit of time not only building it, but editing it for, for all things like typos and all those sort of things. So from a philosophical perspective, um, highlighting your curiosities and your exploration. Um, but down to a more practical perspective, make sure that um, everything is simple, but obviously well thought out um, is my recommendation. What advice would you give to a student that is looking to grow their professional network while they're in school and gain this experience to hopefully be able to put on that resume? Yeah, so I think taking it back to the curiosity, I think curiosity and your passion uh, will uh, get you out of your comfort zone. I know that oftentimes it's really difficult to be the one speaking up. You know, we often see this in our early and career population. Um, you know, you're, you're nervous, you're anxious, uh, you aren't going to be the first one to raise your hand. Um, but, you know, take the opportunities to, uh, you know, visit office, office hours of your professors. Um, you know, things like um, different organizations, if you don't feel compelled to speak up um, when you join a, a meeting or a, a group function, um, do so kind of on the side or hang back after hours, things of that sort, to have more one-on-one, -on -one, more uh, fluid or more comfortable interactions. Um, so just going kind of the extra mile sometimes to, um, you know, level the playing field or make yourself feel more, more comfortable will always sort of display your authenticity. Um, so in doing so, you know, I think you will obviously always make an impact by kind of creating those one-to-one -one interactions more than anything. Being purposeful and authentic for a student when they're applying to an internship is so impactful and hopefully can differentiate themselves in that process. And Whitney, 
Could you give an overview of what is Twilio for our student listeners out there who I'm sure have heard of the company but may not know a great overview? Yeah, so we are a customer engagement platform. And what that means is, is you know, when you, or the way I like to explain it is, it's one of the most uh, normal use cases that everyone kind of understands is when you go to Uber um, and you use your Uber app and you want to uh, get in touch with that driver, uh, that's actually being powered through Twilio. So, um, you know, think of, you know, you're on the app and you, you leave your wallet in the car and you're like, oh crap, I need to call my Uber driver. So Twilio powers that. So there's privacy in that you don't have, we don't share your phone number and then you're also not seeing that driver's phone number. So um, powering communication, powering communications. And could you tell me a little bit more about Twilio's values or the culture at Twilio? Because students are always in an internship looking to see if they are a culture fit for the company that they're interning with. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So at Twilio, we call our, our values the Twilio magic, which is our, our leading principles we use to build an impactful, high-growth business while staying true to ourselves. What I've seen is a lot of companies will put their values on their website, but they almost become an afterthought. So at Twilio, we use our Twilio magic when driving projects and making business decisions every single day. So they're really bucketed into three main categories, uh, one being how we act, so ways in which we personally act through being an owner, empowering others and, and no shenanigans. Um, how we make decisions, such as wearing the customer's shoes, writing it down and prioritizing. And then how we win, such as being bold, being inclusive, not settling and, and drawing me out. So we use these values every day and you'll hear them being discussed in meetings, such as, as, such as if we are driving a decision that impacts our external customers. So we'll take the approach of wearing our customer's shoes and empathizing and, and seeing how it'll affect them before making that decision. Or if someone comes up with a great idea and it hasn't been done at Twilio before, you'll hear the term drawing the owl, meaning go figure it out. There's not an instruction book, but take the ownership to go and build it without being told how and what to do. So we embed these into our interviews. Uh, so our interviewers will go through trainings that teach them how to interview candidates on our Twilio Magic. And so it's important that to Twilio that we'll bring in people that possess our Twilio Magic as we believe that contributes to the success of our company. And Asia, what can a student expect while interning at Twilio? Yeah, you know, I think it varies function to function to kind of provide additional context. We have 76 interns joining us this summer, this year. Um, a majority of them landing in our engineering uh, function, uh, but we do have some sales and marketing as well as legal interns. So it does vary by function, but the overall sort of principle of our internship program is that you are being challenged and you are seen as a member of the team. Oftentimes you'll be a part of internships or different programs where, uh, you know, as a junior member of the team, you get assigned either um, the busy work or the non-impactful work. Um, but really here at Twilio, we have a very intentional approach to the work that you have. Um, so, uh, you know, even previous to our interns joining, we spend a lot of time with our managers readying them for their interns arrival. We build specific projects that are focused on the groups that they're joining. Uh, but more importantly, this is work that will impact uh, the greater team, our customers. Um, so it will see, of course, the light of day after they leave, uh, you know, and complete the internship, which is uh, a super important um, part of all the work that we do. Um, more than anything, you know, their day to day will, will be filled with things like, um, you know, team meetings, all the things that we do. But our aim is to replicate what it will be um, as a full time employee at Twilio. And we hope that that not only challenges them, 
but gets them excited to come back, join the teams that, uh, you know, they interned with. But we really just more than anything want to give a real life example of them working within a team, of course, right sized with the type of work and challenge that they're facing. Um, but they will be sort of seen as an equal member of the team. And Whitney, how does Twilio help students prepare for their, their intern interviews? Because for most students, an internship interview is their first experience interviewing for a job altogether. Yeah, so there's, there's a couple of things we do. Uh, so first and foremost, we're always sending out a preparation email prior to their interviews, just letting them know the logistics of the interview and, and what to expect in each of the interviews. Um, and then we've also recently built a, a brand new program uh, called Twilio Unplugged which we, uh, it's, it's an interview preparation series that's aimed to help aspiring talent in their interview process. So it ranges from teaching candidates how to approach a technical interview question, all the way to the behavioral aspects of interviewing, how to communicate and effectively advocate for yourself in an interview. What sparked Twilio's investment really in providing educational resources for, for students who are about to interview with, with you all? Yeah, so the program really started from an inspiration within our early and career team at Twilio. So during the fall, we host several hiring events, uh, sometimes one to two per week for students that are seeking internships. And so Twilio as a company has made it a goal by 2023 to have our global workforce be made up of 50% women and our U.S. population 30% uh, from underrepresented populations, which we define as ethnic minorities, veterans, LGBTQ, and, and people with disabilities. And so during our interviews, we were seeing a lot of our Black and Latinx candidates either, you know, refusing to take hacker rank or, or doing poorly on the hacker rank. And so we realized students weren't all com completing the same curriculum, which led to them not doing well on our, our hacker rank assessment. So we're also seeing our Black and Latinx candidates who did do well on their hacker ranks uh, and make it to our final round interviews being passed up by their peers when it came time to make offers, whether that being, you know, being able to not be able to communicate as effectively or just their lack of confidence, uh, you know, maybe imposter syndrome. And so we wanted to create something where we give all candidates the same equitable opportunity to pass our interviews. And that's how we, we came up and decided to build Twilio Unplugged. It's truly one of the coolest programs that I've heard and probably unique of, of its own because students are always thinking, how do I prepare? How do I, how do I get a mentor to help me prepare for an internship interview with a company that I want to work for? That's maybe my dream company. And in Asia, how is mentorship kind of incorporated into a Twilio internship? Yeah, that's a great question. And, you know, one that I've thought uh, a lot about in the last couple of months as we've transitioned from, as you can imagine, a in-person internship over the course of the summer. We've, uh, you know, with all of our global offices closed for the time being, we've uh, preserved the internship program, but have had to move it to a virtual space. So my first uh, hesitation was, you know, how are we going to recreate mentoring? Um, because that's so critical to the success of an intern. Um, but of course, um, we spend a lot of time taking all of those principles and sort of these interactions that we have when available in the intern or in the office space um, and sort of transitioning it to the virtual space. So everything remains consistent uh, that we typically have in an in-person interaction. So uh, every intern actually gets a designated mentor. 
So this designated mentor is someone that's a seasoned teammate, a seasoned engineer or sales uh, rep within the team that they're a part of. And they spend particularly a lot of time in the first couple of weeks through the onboarding process. As sort of in a seasoned uh, Twilion, uh, they will have the uh, insight, the knowledge, um, and the resources to navigate them and set up a good foundation for uh, you know, the intern over the course of the 12 weeks or three months with us. Um, and they will kind of serve as a pseudo manager in sort of ways, uh, but one that you can uh, quickly approach, someone that's uh, a little closer to you in sort of uh, you know the team dynamic. So our hope uh, within sort of that mentor intern relationship is that they are the go-to person to technical challenges, shadowing sales calls, um, you know, being sort of their, uh, you know, point person in different meetings and to discuss what happens in meetings. Um, apart from the designated mentor, we actually, in uh, our virtual internship program this summer, we've encouraged managers to assign weekly or bi-weekly buddies. So, you know, in addition to the mentorship relationship, our encouragement is, um, you know, be uh, even more connected to your team. And, and there's the possibility to do so in weekly or bi-weekly partners. Um, so there's going to be in real time things that you'll need and not always is your mentor going to be available. Um, so there's going to be someone that you're going to slack immediately during that week jump on a Zoom as frequently as possible um, to, you know, in real time, be able to navigate those things. The last thing we want is interns feeling like, you know, they're out on their own island and they don't have someone to turn to. Um, so we're trying our best to create, uh, at least virtually, um, you know, the right support infrastructure. So we're kind of doing that um, both in a mentorship capacity, but a weekly capacity as well. In Asia, how important is it for a student to feel comfortable to ask questions during their internship or, or to learn from their mentors potentially? Because some students may find that asking questions means that they don't know something, but questions are in fact traditionally very accepted during your internship and truly is one of the purposes. Yeah, that's something that we try to drive home a lot, especially in week one, um, is that, you know, coming out of the gates, um, we want you in your first one-to-one -to, -one to be asking as many questions. We ask them to jot down actually 10 questions that you have even before meeting your manager. This curiosity can start to habitualize the asking of questions, which is critical to your success because our encouragement is that you're driving a lot of your success while we lean on our managers to leverage that different support. Um, you're going to be the one that owns those opportunities and those interactions in one-to-ones. Um, so especially in onboarding, we encourage that this is sort of a two-way street and you know, um, an opportunity for you to speak up. One of our Twilio magics is be bold. Um, so we know oftentimes, especially as a new member of a team, as a junior member of the team, you oftentimes want to kind of fall in the shadows. Um, but you know, our encouragement is that no question is going to go unanswered. Um, and, and so just to speak up, because oftentimes, if not uh, the only question in the room, it's uh, a common question in the room. So um, take those opportunities to um, help answer, uh, you know, curiosities or questions that will likely pop up with other interns. What are some key takeaways, Asia, that, that you want a student to leave a Twilio internship with when it's, when it's all said and done? 
Yeah, you know, when we approach sort of the close of, um, you know, our internship, I always get, uh, you know, really excited because they've, even in my exposure to them, have grown so much, um, even in a short three months. But my hope more than anything in, in the programs that we build and in the interactions that we facilitate, um, that they are being exposed to new challenges, new challenges which they have a lot of takeaways and learnings um, that they can take um, and implement into new environments, whether that be on campus, in a different professional environment, but also um, just a positive experience. Um, I think wholeheartedly the Twilio magic is why I'm here at Twilio. I want them to be exposed to that positivity, uh, but that connectedness that we have here at Twilio. So that's another takeaway. I always sort of strive for them to kind of, um, you know, leave the program with, um, but also more than anything, the relationships that they have, um, you know, whether they return or not, I think that there's so much to be said about the relationships you build with, you know, oftentimes your first manager, was it a positive experience? I want them to come uh, away from Twilio having great interactions with other interns. Uh, they get exposed to our executives in their time uh, within the intern program. So I want them, you know, while they won't have very embedded relationships with our executive team, I'm always really proud that, uh, you know, our, our, um, our CEO, Jeff, our CPO, Chi, uh, take some time in their busy schedules to meet with the interns. Um, and, you know, those relationships have really lasting impressions. So I guess to round that out, you know, really just challenges, positive experiences and, you know, really great relationships that they can sort of circle back to Twilio. And Whitney, how can students find out about future webinars and events that Twilio hosts? Yeah, so when we host our events, we're always posting them on our social media channels. So things like LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, we also have an events page, so it's twilio.com slash events, and we keep updates when we're hosting future events, and you can also sign up to rec receive recordings of past events. So, yeah. And Whitney, what would you say is special about working or interning at Twilio since you've been with the company for five years now? Yeah, so I think it's, you know, I, I've, I've heard of a lot of uh, companies that hire interns and they, they push them as, as into batches of interns and they, they work on this little side project that nobody really gets to see and, and uh, just they think of them as the, the interns. And I think Twilio makes it an investment for these interns to come in, work directly with the team, get that daily mentorship and get that, you know, that, that learning ability and, and working on products that, that, you know, might go into production. So they get that, that experience and that exposure and, and just working with the mentors and leaders that are not only, you know, investing in them, but, you know, we're looking at those interns to invest in Twilio. We want them to be here for the future. So. Yeah. Asia, would you have something special that, that you believe is special to a Twilio internship or just working at Twilio in general? Yeah, I think there's a, a common theme within a lot of what we discussed today. And, um, Twilio is a, an interesting position in our, uh, you know, long-term and long lifetime. We're not a, a small startup by any means anymore, but we haven't, you know, ventured into the tens of thousands of employees of a, a large company, but we're growing really, really fast. And I think, um, you know, I see those challenges on the daily and I feel fortunate that our interns get exposed to those similar challenges um, in their day-to-day -day as well. Um, so I think that's really special, you know, hi uh, Whitney highlighted a bit, um, you know, we see them as 
really team members um, outside of, you know, being interns, you get to have all those fun experiences. And we spend a lot of time uh, creating experiences that are specific to the intern program. But um, irregardless, I think that the internship program at Twilio really exposes you um, to great challenges, great teammates. Um, and I think across the company, I can speak um, uh, that is integrated into the internship is that there's a, a very excited passion or energy that goes into all the work that we do. Um, so I think, you know, our interns feel that um, and feel excited about the impact like um, we shared earlier that they get to have and kind of take away. Uh, for example, you know, we were just onboarding a few interns earlier this week. Uh, a few of them have returned as repeat interns. So that kind of gives you insight into how much they enjoyed their experience. Uh, but I asked her, Nitty, uh, she's joining again on our platforms organization, to kind of just share a little bit about her experience and what were the highlights. And um, she talked about an experience that she had that she got to present her summer project that uh, was pushed to production in our engineering organization. And she got to present it to all of our engineering leaders. So just, you know, a, a cool opportunity. I think our management teams that are hosting interns go out of their way to create special moments. Um, that, you know, sometimes don't get offered when you're joining a very big company or don't get offered if you, uh, you know, are potentially joining a smaller company that you don't have the right sort of support infrastructure, um, you know, for example, in place just yet. Wendy and Asia, we've learned so much today about Twilio, the company and your program that you all are delivering. Is there anything else or any closing remarks that you would want to share with a student out there that's listening about Twilio, about your internship program that you all or delivering that you would want to leave students listening with? Yeah, you know, I, um, in my first sort of opening remarks, I think curiosity and excitedness go a really long way. Um, so I don't, I want to encourage you folks to explore those curiosities. Um, I think when we've spent a great deal of time this season hiring, we've looked for those that have expressed uh, a particular interest in, in Twilio. So, you know, those that are, you know, out, um, you know, looking for our internship opportunities, really identify a company that resonates with you, uh, whether that be Twilio or not. You know, my encouragement is to identify those companies or those products that you're passionate about. It will make not only your internship um, experience a positive one, I think you'll find um, a great group of people as well as great work um, through the, that journey itself. So that's my ultimate sort of encouragement. Yeah, and I think, you know, just look at the company, like Asia said, you know, look at the companies that, that you want, to, that, that you want to work for and that are, that are important for you and that have the values that you're looking for. You know, I think at Twilio, we, we look at these interns as fueling the, the future growth of Twilio. So they're, they're very important hires for us. And we know that we want them to be with us long-term. So just find the companies that are, that are interesting to you. Don't be afraid to network, like go out and network with, with people that you know are in early and career hiring. And, you know, I have, I have interns that we unfortunately weren't able to make uh, offers to this upcoming or for this upcoming internship, but I'm still networking with them, you know, on LinkedIn and talking with them on, you know, series that we're hosting or, you know, interview best practices. So don't be afraid to, to get out there and, and network and, and, you know, put your best foot forward. Thanks to both of you for taking the time today and sharing such awesome information with our student listeners out there. Thanks for having us. 
Thanks again to Whitney and Asia from Twilio for sharing their company values, what sparked Twilio to provide educational resources to students and people who interview with them, and some key takeaways they want a student to leave their internship program with. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, we'd love for you to give us a rating or review about the show. To listen to all of our shows and get updates on future ones, check out our website, theinternshipshow.com. This episode is brought to you by Scholars. Scholars matches college students and employers for internships and entry-level jobs based on skills, experiences, and interests. We will see you all next time on another episode of The Internship Show, and have a great day.